Hello and welcome back to episode 2 of the podcast You're Walking on a Thin Line This is Swati Proy, I'm your host for the day And um, first and foremost, I would like to say that I've never been really good at goodbyes As a kid, I remember I cried a lot when I had to say goodbye to someone Embarrassingly enough, I've struggled with goodbyes as an adult so it has never really come easy for that awkward moment where you part ways with someone over the past year i've had the opportunity to meet some amazing people who i care about deeply in a strange way these people have felt closer to me than many of the people that i spend my life around at home whatever it is there is a strong connection that i feel when meeting other residents of the road Meeting these types of people and continually saying goodbye is difficult for me but it has taught me a few valuable lessons that have strengthened my values and the depth of my relationships. It has helped me to understand that there are millions of amazing people in this world who have the same values as you. You don't need to spend your time with people who don't share those values, don't bring you joy and don't add any value to your life. If the relationship is detrimental, know that there's so many amazing people in this world just like you. This makes it a lot easier to say goodbye to relationships that are detrimental to your life. Another side effect of so many goodbyes is that you value the time you spend with people you care about so much more. You know what it feels like to say goodbye to friends with the good possibility of never seeing each other again. Every minute is precious with your cherished friends or loved ones. Every minute is valued as you can see them take away, knowing they will come to an end. It becomes more important to look to the person's eye across from you and listen to what they're saying. They become the priority over checking your work mail, updating your Facebook or scrolling through Instagram. When stressful situations come up with these special people, it has been much easier to remember that above all else, money and things, I care about them and the time we had together. These little arguments tend to become a lot less dramatic and don't matter as much as you approach the situation from a place of caring. When you place your relationship first and foremost above the argument, goodbyes have never been easy for me and they likely never will be. Having to wave goodbye to so many lovely people that have made me think about who I want to have in my life and how important the time I spend with them is. So I'm going to kind of discuss a poem called Goodbye Party from Miss Pushpa. It's by Nassim Ezekiel. So I'll just briefly read and then I'm gonna put forth my views. Alright, so here it goes. Goodbye Party from Miss Pushpa. Friends, our dear sister is departing for foreign in 2-3 days and we are meeting today 
to wish her bon voyage. You all knowing, friends, what sweetness is in Miss Pushpa. I don't mean only external sweetness, but internal sweetness. Miss Pushpa is smiling and smiling, even for no reason but simply because she is feeling. Miss Pushpa is coming from very high family. Her father was renowned advocate in Bolsar or Surat. I'm not remembering now which place. Surat. Yes. Once, only I stayed in Surat with family members of my uncle's very old friend. His wife was cooking nicely that long time ago. Coming back to Miss Pushpa, she is most popular lady with men also and ladies also. Whenever I asked her to do anything, she was saying, just now I will do it. This is showing good spirit. I'm always appreciating the good spirit. Miss Pushpa is never saying no. Whatever I or anybody is asking, she's always saying yes. And today she is going to improve a prospect. And we are wishing a bon voyage. Now I ask other speakers to speak. And afterwards, Miss Pushpa will do summing up. So, um, goodbye party for Miss Pushpa by Nassim Izakio is a witty and satirical poem that offers a critical examination of societal norms and human behavior. The poem revolves around the farcical farewell gathering for Miss Pushpa, a character who embodies societal expectations and the pressure to conform. The poem begins with the speaker addressing the attendees, exaggerating Miss Pushpa's virtues and qualities in a humorous sorry a humorous and exaggerated manner the exaggerated praises reflect the tendency in society to exaggerate and conform to societal norms even when it might not be genuine throughout the poem Ezekiel employs irony and sarcasm to unveil the insincerity and superficiality of social gatherings. The attendees seem to lack genuine affection for Miss Pushpa and their behavior is marked by artificiality and pretentiousness. They engage in empty praises and flattery, highlighting the facade often present in such events. Additionally, the poem underscores the cultural and, and social expectations placed on individuals, especially women, to conform to societal standards. Ms. Pushpa becomes a symbol of these societal pressures, prompting reflection on the implications of conforming to societal expectations. The final lines of the poem reveal the emptiness of the gathering as the attendees disperse without forming a genuine connection or expressing heartfelt emotions. This further emphasizes the shallowness and superficiality often found in social gatherings, leaving the audience with a critical perspective on societal behavior and expectations. So, above Whatever was said, I just want to say that 
One important life lesson that I would like to give, whether you take it or not, it's up to you. Okay. So it's like you need to show your love to the person you like, give them flowers, spend time with them. Basically, you need to show them affections and do not wait while they're buried six feet below because nobody wants flowers when they're already dead lying inside the graves. And most importantly, please do not hold up your feelings in a messaged bottle because life is too short. 